Unite Wedding Photographers and welcome to Wedding Photographers Unite, episode number 127. I am one of your hosts, Andy Buscemi, the self-proclaimed professor of photographic pontifications in good company with a mythical legend himself, Mr. Neil Urban. Hey, I missed that introduction. I miss being with you guys. How's it going? Good, man. We miss you. We're glad to have you back. We're hoping Uh, your internet connection holds out for the episode. I know we we're getting a really bad storm here. I don't know what that has to do with the internet, but um, but yeah, it's for some reason it's not going going so well. So we'll see. So if I if I randomly go missing during the show, you'll know why. Okay, last week it was Jimmy. This week it's you. Um, our, our fingers are crossed <laughs> that it works out. Um, we I, we're also uh, joined by the chatty Kathy of the Hudson Valley, Mister Jimmy Ferrara. Welcome. Hello, that's me. I don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> You're doing fine, Jimmy. Um, I know. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, if, again, uh, we were struggling for 15, 20 minutes here with Neil. We don't have much to talk about. So hopefully Neil can chime in on everything else and what's going on in his life because it's not really the, the hotbed of wedding photography here in, in <laughs> Eastern Northeast USA. No, it's not. Uh, we're also joined by the good neighbor of good neighbors, Ms. Lindsay Daddario. Hello, everyone. So we've all been doing absolutely nothing. Right in the at this well, time of year, nothing. Lindsay's shaking, shaking not, her head. She's been me. doing stuff. She's been running around. All right, Lindsay, why don't you start us off then? What do you What have you been doing? You guys, I've had a crazy, crazy week. I've been shooting all week, so um, you know it's my a good side. Thing. Yeah, it is a great thing, and it's funny because you sometimes worry you don't shoot for a few weeks, and you're like, do I even remember? <laughs> how to use my gear um but yeah it was good to dust it off and get it back out so my little uh, side gig i guess is that i shoot for reuters so um i get a, occasional assignments here and there and i worked on a couple different stories this week um well, the storm neil just mentioned we are technically in the middle of a blizzard right now here in buffalo so uh today i was doing some storm coverage and just out in the the crazy winds just trying to get photos of people um sort of (laughs) battling the wind so i was out at the lake for a little while today there were waves literally crashing over the top of houses and just you know icicles in every shape and form coming off of these houses are just getting absolutely pummeled right now and i was out there (laughs) in the middle of all that just getting soaked and getting my gear all soaked and it was big old mess and uh it was downtown for the commute this morning getting people trying to walk into work in the wind and the blowing snow and all of that stuff so literally just out in the snow and the wind all day long today and then uh earlier this week i was shooting another assignment down uh, a little bit south of here and uh they they picked the right person for the job so last week i was talking about whether or not I should hike with my gear this summer. And I did uh, some hiking with my gear for an assignment uh, this week. So I was working with a writer from Reuters um, 
in out of our LA office about an environmental story that has to do with old oil wells and worked with a couple guys from the DC basically just bushwhacking through the mountains looking for some oil wells and um, we worked with some awesome drones uh, to try to find these things and it was just really cool just being out out in the wilderness and like on a scavenger hunt basically and shooting what these guys do and the technology that they use Uh, really really cool but yeah it's been a very busy few days of shooting and transmitting images and hiking I mean we put five miles straight up a mountain uh yesterday it feels like a lifetime ago so been but i shot a lot of frames this week guys and i'm a little tired so i'm like jimmy kind of hoping we can get a lot out of neil for this episode. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm really glad you're oh, back that's great. i mean there's only so much you can talk about with designing a wedding album <laughs> you know <laughs> now Lindsay, with 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 uh with your um journalism photojournalism with reuters is um do they do they tell you what they they want, or do you just kind of like say, hey, there's a storm, I'm gonna go capture something, and they create a story out of it, or like, do you take pictures and write, or do you take pictures and send it to them, and like, how how how's that process go? Yeah, so for storm coverage, um, it, honestly, there's a variety of shots they want, and sometimes, so with writers, it's you know, huge news agency that provides content for all kinds of publications. So, you know, it could be anything from the New York Times to some like small local uh, blog that could potentially pick up my photos. So essentially, um, I'm shooting for, you know, what people are looking for. So I go out and I take what I think will look cool, but I'll occasionally get um, phone calls throughout the day saying like, hey, we really need a shot of um, and, you know, insert whatever, you know, maybe there's some um, news type thing that happened, like maybe a big roof collapsed on a building or um, Mm. something like that, where they're like, you got to go there now and get that. But in general, I'm shooting uh, some of it is just pretty pictures like get some cool icicles that kind of thing uh sometimes <laughs> is that Kristen just <laughs> in the background andy <laughs> she's she's Kristen, hold up i like how she's she's like ducking Kristen Kristen, what, did, what did you what did you run in here to sneak down. in you want to show him she, st- she snuck out her breast pump stuff <laughs> she's gonna go pump some milk real life everybody yep. <laughs> uh, um anyways yeah so uh in with stories in general sometimes it can be the photographer that has an idea for a story so i can go to my editor and pitch an idea if there's something interesting that i think would make a great story that would would move so to speak uh and other times there are writers who have been working on projects for a long time and they just need Uh, the illustration to go with it. So the story I was working on with the Wells, this particular writer has been working on this for six months now. So she's been doing all of this research and learning everything there is to know about these oil wells. And now she's just in the last couple weeks of her 
project. And at this point, she's just trying to get the human element to her story. And so she needs the visuals. And so that's where I come in. So now I'm, you know, working out in the field with the people that she's been writing stories about and interviewing and all that good stuff and sort of showing and bringing to life what these people do in the day to day. So, yeah, it really ranges. And it's funny because sometimes the editors don't tell you what they want until after you've submitted the photos. And my favorite, favorite, favorite story to tell years ago, it's probably uh, three, four years ago now, Niagara Falls had completely frozen over. It was really cool visually. And they said, oh, hey, go go get some photos of the falls. And I said, sure. Um, Is there a deadline? And they said, yep, get the photos in by four. So I transfer all the files and then I get a call around six from an editor. And this is like a super high, high end, like top notch editor, Pulitzer Prize winner. And he wants to know why I didn't take any photos of the falls at nighttime with the lights on. them. (laughs) And, you know, you have to explain, well, you gave me a four o'clock deadline and it's not dark out yet. So, you know, the the expectations aren't always reasonable. (laughs) This is a top editor, like the best of the best prize winner. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, they just have moments like that. But honestly, I'm, I'm super lucky. They've all been incredibly supportive. Um, They want everyone to succeed. They really, really do. So they give me so much coaching and so much encouragement and always make me feel like a rock star, even when I have no clue what I'm doing, you know, because they send you into some crazy situations at the very last minute sometimes, and you've just got to figure it out. So, um, you know, they're always giving me advice on, on how to shoot different things and how they would shoot it and all of that kind of stuff. They're very, very supportive. But yeah, every once in a while, they have these <laughs> moments yeah. where you know, the expectations are just like, well, hey, go go photograph um, a guy with like a ton of ice in his beard. And I'm like, it's it's not that cold out and it's not even snowing. So like, I can't. Andy, can you go outside and freeze your beard? <laughs> yeah. That's not photojournalism. And, you know, I want to, yeah, I want to do everything I can. And I always tell them, like, I mean, I could go ask a friend to do that, but that's not ethical. So <laughs> I, you know, there's only so much I can do and they're understanding, but. that i always find so interesting like i'm not interested in doing it like i just find it like really interesting um like what if okay say say the storm is happening right now what if you can't get out there and do it like can you pass on jobs like let's say if they call you and be like oh no i can't do that i'm in vermont right now um can you pass on jobs to where it won't hurt you yeah i mean the fear is that they would find someone else who's better (laughs) Um, but you know, I'm a contractor. I'm not, um, I'm not a member of the like staff. So, you know, I'm not getting a salary or anything like that. So I work on a per job basis. They pay me per day. Uh, it doesn't matter how popular the story is or not. I get the exact same rate no matter what. And, um, yeah, so basically whenever there's something happening in, Western New York, Central New York, the Southern Tier, um, this just kind of general area. I'm kind of their go-to person. And I've been pretty lucky. I've been able to cover, I think, everything they've ever asked me to. So it's worked out well. No, good for you. That's awesome. I love it. I love listening about that stuff. Yeah. It's a great departure from Mm -hmm. the weddings, too. Just with weddings, there's so much... 
uh, doting over the the imagery and we spend so much time editing the photos and you have the opportunity a lot of times to pose people and all of that good stuff, light things. And with journalism, you've got to really like be able to walk into a situation and assess it super, super fast and find a cool angle and not infiltrate the scene, still find a way to be a fly on the wall and come up with great photos. And it's a great challenge. And then you just... FTP the photos from your car. You have to shoot JPEG. You can't edit anything. You just have to like mm. nail it and send it off. And so it's such a great exercise in just letting go because I'm mm -hmm. such a perfectionist with the wedding imagery. And so this is just such a nice departure from that. It's It really gets my mind thinking in different ways creatively and um, gets me in really interesting situations with different types of people that I don't meet every day. Like, you know, hanging out with the DC guys in the woods all week is not something I would normally get to do. So it's mm -hmm. really cool just to have access to these different types of people in different situations and think on my feet creatively in a totally different way. Good. Good. For so does this make, so, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Andy. No, go ahead. No, I was going to ask. Does this make uh, does this make wedding weddings easier or harder than that? Is it good practice for it? Yeah, absolutely. It lends itself very well to it. And and honestly, when I first started shooting for them, I like I didn't really have photojournalism experience. I was just a wedding photographer, and uh, my editor and I chatted for a while, and he was like, you know, weddings are the perfect training the perfect training for photojournalism assignments because if you think about it we're walking into all these different spaces where you know we're not dealing with models we don't always have control of the lighting in the room and all of that good stuff we're dealing with emotional people in high stress situations we have to nail the shot like there aren't redos all of that stuff is what happens in the field with photojournalism jobs so it's a great training ground to shoot and so obviously it works the other way too. Uh, what I shoot journalistically applies mm -hmm. itself to my wedding work. And I'm with my weddings, I love the storytelling element of it. Of course, I shoot all the portraits and I do the details and all of that good stuff. But I'm all about those photos that just really feel like something special where you can take yourself back to that time. And like, if you see a photo of someone laughing and you can just like hear that laugh, you know, like that's what I want to catch is those personalities. And I think journalism really trains you to get that perfect moment. Mm -hmm. uh, I was going to say, I, um, a few years ago, I, I shoot the Lilac festival every year in Rochester and, and there was RIT has a very good photojournalism school. And so sometimes I've pulled second shooters or editors from RIT to kind of help with, with that festival and uh one year i worked with this one dude um named tom brenner and uh he he was like just totally fresh out of college or whatever and uh i think he, he was shooting um you know a couple days for me that kind of thing and really just just like mainly concerned with photojournalism at rit but you know took took the uh festival gig and uh and I remember having like a wedding because he was like from the Connecticut area and I had a wedding in the in Connecticut that year. And I said, hey, you know, Tom, I'm, you know, in a few few months on the road, I have this Connecticut wedding. Do you want to shoot with me? And he looked at me and he's like, eh, well, because he's like not interested in weddings like at all. He's like one of those photojournalism people that like doesn't want anything to do with weddings. And he's like, eh, you know, well, I might have this thing and kind of see how it goes. And it turns out um, he... Uh, he got an internship with New York Times 
uh, shooting, shooting in the White House. So he was like, like the year, the year that Trump went into office in 2016, he instead of shooting that wedding with me in Connecticut, he was in the Oval Office shooting Trump, oh, and, he, and he has been ever since. He he's been following. So wait, he's wow, really? he's been. He said I might have a thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe and, I might have a thing. Yes, and and I'm telling you That's right insane. now, you absolutely like need to absolutely need to check out his instagram because it is amazing it is just like good photojournalism is amazing and but what kills me though is that like if you look through his feed and especially like look back at it, his name's tom brenner and on instagram it's t-o-m exactly like you would think of it think it underscore brenner b-r-e-n-n-e-r um and if you look is back, it a kid that okay yeah yeah this is oh yeah. wow but look back. Oh wow! Look back on yeah. some of the stuff that he has. It is just shockingly good. It's creative. It's um, like look at that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's so much, man. Like if you just look at like the close-ups of like just like this stuff that he, stuff that he posts of like it's just like <laughs> Trump's 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 head. You know what I mean? Like like just like the like and but a lot of the times like Cole, what is amazing about it if you look at a lot of his his images. They're definitely left leaning politically, you know, like yeah. like definitely yeah. left leaning politically. And I like wonder, like, well, like what Trump actually thinks of him. He's had a few in there where um, where it's just like he like he he had like the, this main image, like one around the world that he took. That was like a close up shot of something that Trump had written um you know, or whatever, whatever. I mean, you just look back on, on some of his stuff, but it's definitely just like a lot of left leaning, like, like, like weird stuff. And I'm surprised that he posts the way that he does about, you know, like in terms of like some of the stuff that you see on his, on his, on his postings, but he really does have, you know, mm-hmm. he's a ton of people that follow him and he's just one of those guys now. Um, but- dude, dude, the su- super vertical panoramic shot. Oh my God. Dude, look at that. With the, with the kid with the umbrella all the way at the bottom, yeah, oh yeah, and, that and is incredible. His his cropping and, and the stuff that he does is literally just. And he's one of the, you know it's one of those time one of those photographers that you're like he takes an image and you're like okay that's it what else could he possibly do and then something else comes up and you're like oh my god something else comes up like like oh my god I'm like how does this dude keep it up he's just like twenty four hours nonstop just goes a hundred percent all the time he must photograph like. To, to like make it in that world because now he's passed the internship and they just he's just a, you know one of the people that does that now they Ooh, hire him all the he's time one he's one of ours he's a Reuters guy yeah oh yeah there you go so yeah um but anyway uh no thanks yeah thanks for sharing that I'm he, I'm gonna follow him he right now it's absolutely worth following man he's wow. really really good stuff um <clears throat> all right uh so we well, haven't uh we haven't heard from Jimmy Jimmy what's what's up man you're you're here what's going on i'm, I'm all yeah i'm all quiet what, you, what have you been doing I, uh, it's been lately. a slow two weeks since last podcast um i shot this uh <clears throat> you know when people have a birthday party it's like they it's a white party so everybody wears white uh did one of those um in a tent outside but it was heated and then someone kept turning the heat down and i keep turning it up i don't know what it is about me over the years say 20 plus years now since i've been going to conventions or whatever let me at 20 but close to it and for some reason i'm the one ending up being like 
Where's the thermostat in this joint? I gotta, I gotta find it because it's cold as hell in here, and I find the thermostat and make the room comfortable, or vice versa. And I'm thinking, you you rented this tent. This is this big tent? Everyone's white furniture, DJ, the whole thing. Hired me, and yet you're paying for the heat in the propane tanks, whether you use them or not. So why don't you use the to pro, use the propane? It was driving me crazy all night, and it was very difficult to be like in a, in a room where you're freezing. And I'm like, well, I'm freezing in here, and it's there's heat right there. And they turn the heat, and then it gets warm, and it goes cold again. That's my story. That's the only thing that's been really going on this past two weeks: <laughs> that white party and the propane. That's all I got, people. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> I can bring the funny, maybe, and that's about Ooh, it. Jimmy, yeah. what are you doing with the rest of your time? Uh, well, there's always studio stuff. What? What? Um, no, what she's asking is, is outside of photography. What do you what oh. do you do, man? Where do you go? What do you what do you what does Jimmy do in his free time? I don't know. It, not much. I go to the gym a little bit. Um, kind of hang out with friends, you know. Mm-hmm. Do some fun stuff with the kids here and there. I don't know. All right, man. That kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Neil. It's I'll start of year. Mule. Yeah, the the last time I was on the show is the day after you you welcomed your son into the world. Oh. It's it's crazy. Um, wait, wait, wait. The day yeah. after? Do you mean like? It was, was that... like what Jan- January second? Oh, that's right. Or January fifth? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I haven't been on the show in really quite that time. long. Almost two months. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. because the, yeah. those are two weeks apart, and it's been like two three episodes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. So what have you been doing? So so in in, in the year twenty twenty. So the first episode, I- oh no! And of course, of course, that's <laughs> um, the second. Oh, that no. it, oh now it's my it? time. Now it's yeah, the, sec- the second that that happened, you we were the one out. So now you're pulling a Jimmy at this episode because Jimmy yeah. was, was pulling Jimmy's <laughs> the last two. Uh, so let's let me ask it again. Hopefully, the connection holds up. So what? So what have you been doing in 2020? Okay, so the uh, so since last episode, um, we had four weddings. So I so now. We are in our off season. Um, it's been kind of crazy with weddings, so we're off for the next two months. Our next wedding isn't until I think I don't know early May, um, and then we broke ground on our studio build, which is amazing. It's it's so fun and exciting all at the same time and stressful at the same time. Um, we've been working on our IPS. Twenty twenty is our year for IPS, so no no. Or handing out digitals, all that stuff. We're 100% in, and we've been doing that. Even though our, our showroom and studio isn't set up, we've been kind of like playing around with with uh, with our current clients, and they've been coming in. And um, I see the light of IPS now, and I wish I would have listened to Michaela and Dave four year, like three or four years ago. And then what's crazy is that um, uh, yesterday, uh, Dave messaged me um, from WPPI saying, you know, he missed us. Uh, wondering where we were at, so I just told him that we were just kind of taking some time off from from the uh, from WPPI and all that stuff. Um, other than that, you know, that's, that's pretty much it. It's off season time. I I'm so excited. <laughs> you have any? It feels like- weird to congratulate you this uh, <laughs> in February at the end of February, no less. Ah, man, 2019 was. <laughs> Do you have it any? Was in, it was such an insane year. Do yeah. you have any like um, non-photo related things that you're like interested in doing during your mini off season here? 
No, it, well, it's it's all photo related. Uh, nothing, nothing non photo related. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no vacations, no resting, no nothing. We're we're now that the build is pretty much done. Uh, we have to do finished work like lay the floor, paint, and then decorate with all the uh, all the furniture and everything. And we're going. We're, and we're, we're now that we're doing IPS, we're going all high end. It's nothing. Nothing in our studio is going to be cheap. It's we're we're going all in. Um, but you know, it, it, like the numbers, the numbers don't lie. And um, I, I mean, I, I don't want to say numbers, but. The numbers from doing IPA, IPS is very, very impressive. Um, I just, I'm kicking myself that I haven't been doing it for the last 13 years. So if you're on the fence about it, jump in and do it. Um, trust me, it's 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 amazing. Last night we had our first, and this was just a test. We what had if our you're first not IPS on the fence, Neil? What if what if I'm what if I'm like a hundred yards away from the it. fence? Okay, okay, let's see. Um, I mean, I'm just I'm just joking. I'm just okay, 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 uh, okay. I'll send you a perfect example. Last night we did IPS with an engagement session. Usually engagement sessions, we just give them our photos. We'll see you on your wedding day. Um, last night's engagement session, they spent $3,500 on albums and prints. So that's $35 wow. of income wow. that I would never have made. Um, since January 1st, I, I don't want I want to throw numbers out there like I'm bragging, but no, we're not even of like, course. 100%. Since January first of IPS, we've made twelve thousand dollars in prints in in album sales. Twelve thousand dollars in income that we would never have made. If we didn't do IPS, we would have made probably like a thousand bucks, maybe twelve hundred bucks just off the session fees and giving them digitals. So if numbers don't lie, um, but but you know what? There there is an education process to it. There is a process as to where you have to educate your clients before they even book you of what they know they're they're going to expect a lot of people are expecting, you know, I'm, I'm just going to get digitals and I'm going to go print it from Snapchat or, or not Snapchat. Um, snap, uh, snap, fish. Snap, fish. Snapfish. Yeah. Um, you know, I, or, I love, or, I love or, when we show our so, age with like, no. with like mixing up the acronyms <laughs> of like what those things are. It's great. Print it on yeah, Snapchat. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Boomer. <laughs> I'm just, we're not boomers. But no, we're but, um, I'm just, I'm just, yeah. I'm just playing. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the crazy part is that, like, like we're we like in our in our in our house where we're, where we're doing sales, like we don't even have prints hanging up on the wall. Like we just kind of like have prints, like kind of like hanging out like on the table, and like albums on the table as well. And they're just kind of like coming in, and we're showing them what they could have for this price amount. And I mean, it's insane. It's insane. And I'm, I'm very excited because I can't wait for the, for the studio to get finished and to, uh, to continue this. Um, we have lots of goals for this year and, um, it's looking bright so far. So I'm going to knock on wood on that. Cool. So Neil, can you talk to us a little bit about your process? So I know the studio is not finished, but yeah. like what's, you're having people obviously come in person. Hence, I per- in-person sales. Uh, and then how are you walking people through the products that you have? Okay, so the main thing is once the inquiry comes in an email, you want to get them on the phone. You want to talk to them. You want to become more personal uh, instead of just replying by email because it's, it's kind of impersonal. Just be like, hey, you know, you have a couple seconds to chat. You know, we just want to talk to you about, you know, what, what you need and everything, and we'll walk you through the process. And then the next goal is to get them in person for a con- consultation before they even book. 
so therefore they can see the product, they understand the process that they're not going to get, they're only going to get, they're only going to receive digitals when they purchase a product. So they'll receive all internet worthy files in an album that's that's in the album so, or if they so want sorry, to just Neil, choose a couple of prints. Neil, just like just like yep. a wedding then uh even if it's a portrait client you say hey would you like to meet so we okay, can go so, over the options basically you know this thing is it's all portraits not weddings right okay um now oh. we do get the we are bringing the weddings in for you know in-person sales uh, that's that's mostly for albums because everybody's going to want an album and and we're we're trying to sell them on experience. So now these are mostly for portrait sessions, yeah, like but, family but my, portraits. My question is though, just so I understand what what you're saying on the portrait sessions, you're basically treating it like a wedding in the sense that you're saying like yes. when they first contact yeah. you, you're like because I want to make yeah, go ahead, yep, yeah, I I, I want to make the the same amount of money I do for wedding for portraits. Okay, well, maybe a little bit less because we do make quite a bit of money for for our weddings. Um, but I want to make almost half that, if not more, for a portrait session. So because I, I do want to take less weddings throughout the year because, you know, we are getting a little bit older and just a little – I can't have another 2019-2020 season. And 2020 didn't even really start yet for us. Um, but as I'm getting older, like our goal is our, – our goal is 25 weddings per year. I want to get that down to almost 15. But I want to increase – portraits mm-hmm. so 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 if i do double amount of portraits then that that i can make much more money uh doing portraits than, than weddings but yeah, i'll still make about 15 weddings. so you know um but i mean you're, you're doing you're, you're treating you're treating yeah what you said is correct you're treating these portrait clients like like it's a wedding you're giving them an, uh, an amazing experience. They're coming you for a reason, and um, and they and believe it or not, people want product. They they want things on the wall. They want to hold things in their hand. And the only way to do that is to get them in and to show you what you can do with them. Yeah, man. You know, I think I saw. So you just did that senior portrait session, which I thought looked amazing. By the way, like those first two, those yeah. first two images, the lighting we, was just killer. But I, I think you. yeah, we we got a, We got a big sale on that. For I mean, you you want for a portrait session for a senior session but uh we made a uh, thing about 1200 bucks off that session yeah and and the thing is is like i what i was about to say is like i remember back in the day like when i was a senior in high school and like like i remember my mom spent quite a bit of money on on those those the headshots and like there were all the different poses and then there was the book and they had the you know and they you know and all that whole thing and i'm like that experience is like not it's like different now, like for most photographers. I know some people do it with seniors. They they do they do the in person sales. I think Zula does that a little bit. Um, but like it's mm-hmm. it's like I, you wonder like like that studio senior portrait experience. I know it's still out there and everything like that. But um, you know, I think it it makes sense what you're saying. You know, like to take that to the next level and to give give people that that experience because i remember that was cool like when i was a senior i was like you know like doing all those different poses having all my different outfits and everything like that and it's like you uh-huh. felt like i felt like i was like oh yeah man i'm a model man i'm making this i'm making this shit happen here you know what i'm saying <laughs> um and uh but it was a cool experience and then we had you know you get all the photos and all that kind of stuff and you give them out and um but that's cool yeah i mean why not man you know it's like compared to just yeah. like taking the photos and here's the digitals and that's it you know um, mm-hmm. and that's a different kind of experience than, than doing the full session and, and doing all that. So, yeah. And, 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 you know, it's crazy is that you, people don't, 
people don't get sneak peeks. They don't get to see their images until they come in person. Yeah. And, and just to, and just to see their faces, to see the images for the first time, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's something that, that we we're not used to because we send them their link and, and okay, go enjoy them. But I mean, to actually see their faces and especially when they, they come back in and hold the product in their hand and they just stare at it. it, it it's crazy. Like that's like, I've been missing that my whole career. So, so when do you, what the hell's wrong with me? When do you schedule? Cause this is interesting. Cause I might consider trying this with a portrait session or two, you know what I mean? But like, but when do you schedule the, you probably just schedule it like at the session, you schedule the reveal or the, or the, the, you know, the next time they're going to come to see their photos, right? You schedule that. In yeah. Advance, um, so, you know, yeah, when we, you have we, to edit that schedule- session by. Yeah, we, we 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 pretty much give ourselves a deadline. We try and do it one week after the session. So if if we shoot on Monday at six p.m., we're tr- we're gonna try and do the the in person sales Monday at six p.m. Just so it's what, what kind of easy for the number. for the cup for the uh, client. What do you call that meeting? Because you, you don't call it the in person sales meeting. <laughs> no, no, like 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 the uh, the image reveal um, slash ordering session. Okay. Because we, we, we do want to keep it in their mind that this is their time to order. Yeah, yep. And we don't want – because if, if we let them walk out that door without an order, like we're never going to get that again. Right. So that, that, like we, we want to make sure that everybody who's who's uh, in charge of the bank account, like whoever has the say yeah. in money, we want to make sure that's there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. So, cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Um, what have I been up to? Nothing. Um, I've been in business for 10 years. Um, 10 years in business. Congrats. Yeah. Oh, congrats. Which is, hey. uh, cool. Like, it's a cool milestone, <clears throat> I think, you know? Um, I wrote things. Lindsay, you picked up on that. Thanks for no- for noticing. I wrote something. <laughs> I never write anything. But I wrote something. Lindsay noticed. You wrote a lot of things. And did you notice how many people replied? Yeah. You had ton of comments yeah the writing the writing helps but i you know i don't know <laughs> still not sold <laughs> no I'll, I'll write something again in 10 years for the 20 20 year anniversary <laughs> um <laughs> wait what what did i miss is well, well, no, uh, well, no, i just posted that it was that i just posted that i've been shooting for 10 years and i posted some photos of my first couple weddings that i shot of those those clients no no about the whole writing thing well, you, Andy well, no. never writes anything on his post. He just posts a picture, and that's it. Or he'll say like like four oh, yeah, words, yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't hashtag shit. I hashtag the first photo that I posted on Instagram, <laughs> and then it's like my thing to like to like to be anti, um, you know, anti social, but not anti social, anti. Um, well, what is it called when you go against the grain? What's that word called when you're anti-establishment or something like that? I don't um, know. I feel you're like you're so punk rock. Andy. Yeah, man. Yeah, see, see, people think it's cool the hashtag. I'm, I'm the anti-establishment hashtagger of Instagram because I don't hashtag. I don't write shit. I feel like it should be about the photo. If the photo's strong, I don't need to write any of that stuff. And I still get likes. Okay. People are liking my stuff. Okay. Maybe I get not it. as much yeah, as I, I did. Get it. But, because you know. the, the post before that, you just put Showtime. Dot dot dot. <laughs> well, that's well, that's and all then, I ever do. Then, that, uh, that's and, all. And that, then the next post is it's like. Or paragraphs nine nine <laughs> actually 19 out of 20 times i only write like one word or one phrase with three dots and that's all you're gonna get out of me you get nothing more out of me um but but with my son being born i wrote something and then with the 10 year anniversary i wrote something and 
and then the next time will be for the 20 year anniversary um yeah but but other than that um you know just i have had a few engagement sessions and i've got a wedding coming up in march that'll be the next time uh i'll be shooting an actual wedding and uh but right i'm still just in dad mode not doing much not doing much uh which and it's been cool it's this has been this has i think been the longest break where i have not um i've had some shooting but like it's where it's really just been like the longest off season I think I've ever had, which is good because of the way it's been with, with, uh, with the baby and everything like that. So, um, yeah, listeners, we have an assortment of handpicked information that's relevant to you. But first, just in case you forgot your place in space and time, this is wedding photographers unite a biweekly wedding photography podcast for wedding photographers. Neil, you're here. Neil, Neil, Neil that's your mom. I, I, I was wondering if someone actually took it over the last couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah, Bye, we, uh, that's Bye, Thank you. <laughs> Neil, if you're here, it's always you. That, 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 that's not being you, – you'll never get stripped oh, of that okay. ability. Okay. I didn't know. Okay. Didn't if you're know. here, that's you. All right. Um, and uh, while we're at it, uh, the show goes live roughly every other week. And while we're at it, please do leave us a review in, in Apple Podcasts. Subscribe in Apple Podcasts. Uh, and help us help you by sending in questions to info at weddingphotographersunite.com or better yet, which is what mo- more people do, connect with, th- connect with us on our Facebook group. Uh, just go to Facebook and search for Wedding Photographers Unite. We'd prefer to talk with you rather than at you. Um, or you can send uh, me a personal message, um, <laughs> which uh, Tyler did. Is it Tyler? Who is it? Is it Tyler? Tim? Tim. Tyler. Tim. It's Tim. Tim sent me a message, and I'm going to try and condense this, um, because if not, Jimmy's going to be mad at me for reading the whole thing. Jimmy doesn't want me to read the whole thing. Just wants me to read some of it. Like well, because it's, it's a very very long email. Yeah, it's it's a long message, and Jim and Jimmy's like, well, if, if I was listening, I might fast forward through some of that, and uh, you know, and so we'll just read the condensed version. Okay, I just, I just call it out. I just call it out. All right. Um. So uh, Tim writes in, and he basically says. Um, he's been listening to Wedding Photographers Unite. He's loving it, and that's cool. Um, he has been in Western Australia, and I believe he is moving now uh, to Vancouver. Because uh, Vancouver, wait, Vancouver Island. That maybe not isn't Vancouver, Canada. That might just be Vancouver Island. Is that in Australia? I don't know. Either way, he's moving to some form of Vancouver, and and as he's moving, um, he basically is asking. Uh, well, so actually just a, a little bit of a background that actually kind of think does kind of matter in, in this. He's basically saying, how does he build up a new business in this new place? That's the essential gist of, of his, of his question. But, um, he does have like, I guess his, his dad passed away. You, Lindsay, you just read this. So, so correct me if I'm wrong. And he's got some money that can kind of like hold him over for a little bit. Um, and you know, in terms of like helping financially and he wants to jump in all the way. He wants to put the fears aside and jump in, um, and and basically uh, he's basically looking to see like what advice do we have him for him? Should he jump in fully? Uh, should he and or should he you know go slowly? What do we think when you're going to move new city? What do you do? What can you do, Jimmy? I'm gonna let you start off on this. Okay, um, I only know my area and. If if it's a small town, you start small, and just uh, try to get some try, try to get some local 
portraits, local, meet some couples. If you're doing, if it's more than just weddings, then get try to get some lifestyle stuff in there. By means of like Facebook ads, maybe um, if there's a local gallery nearby, that could be good, just to display some work. Um, it, again, it depends on your, in, in the if it's a bigger city, which is it probably sounds like it is. Then, I'm looking it up right now. Or if you're a server of the bigger city, but the bigger city is where everything's coming from. Um, oh, okay. So, I don't know. You got, I think you guys got to dump some money in advertising. So Vancouver Island like, is all the way off. It's right off of Seattle, right off of Seattle, all the way to the uh, west coast of Canada. Um, also known as right off of Vancouver. Right off of Vancouver. <laughs> Vancouver <laughs> is right there. And right to the left of it is this island. Yeah. This big island called it, Vancouver no, Island. Location, Didn't know it existed location until Tim matters. sent his message. I'm an American. What do you want from me? Yeah. You know? I, I know. I mean, you, Neil, you just uh, doing IPS in my area does not work. <laughs> That's why. I you. I've tried it. it <laughs> nope. I'm telling you. Uh, listen, when I was doing uh, yeah, well, it, when well, I tried well, it years ago. Maybe, well, hold on. Maybe, maybe we can talk in like maybe, uh, off the maybe. show. Well, okay. More, more so than I, I, yes, I think I, I can probably point out. I, I mean, so. dude, More so. I, I live I live 40 minutes from everybody. <laughs> More so, IPS, the, the the senior portrait gig doesn't really exist in my it, – it just, it just doesn't. No one cares. Well, it doesn't and, have to be seniors. I'm just saying. I, I mean, mean, I, I think talk, we talk I shot two seniors. Because when I try to do it, other photographers are like, good luck, like pat on the back. And sure enough, I tried. I tried so much. Yeah, but tried so, so much. Anyway, uh, let's go back to what my point is. Wait, hold on a second. Wait, this is an important point okay. though, because okay. I actually, oh, this, this right. is this is something to talk about. Because I think like like Neil has built up his business in a certain kind of way that attracts a certain kind of client. You know True. what I mean? That like, because we're in Buffalo, we're not in anywhere crazy. You know what I mean? And like, um, I feel like if you're shooting in a certain kind of work and doing things in a certain kind of way, it's possible. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it matters exactly. You know possible. what I mean? Like, it doesn't possible. matter. It's possible. Um, you know, so it's it's not easy no matter where you are, I think, basically, is, is the right. point that I want to make. You know, but, so, you know, so, you, go to, you go to, like, Texas where they. Oh, God, this is Lindsay. It's just me and you now. Sessions. It's just me and you, Lindsay. <laughs> no, yeah, you did now? for a second. No, no, no. You cut off for a second. But, but, oh. but I don't know. Um. <laughs> Let me rein in my whole train of thought. If I'm if I'm live right now, I I know I can't chime in. I don't know Vancouver. I don't know West Coast. I don't know anything. So Vancouver is a huge Canadian <laughs> city, by the way. Vancouver is like 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 a real deal city on the West Coast. I know that. Yeah, much. No, I'm sure it is. Yeah. I'm sure it is. But I'm just saying, um, look around. I mean, where where are other photographers getting their work from? And then just dive in. And but but hmm. should. Uh, you should uh, highlight the fact that you are not from the area and be like, Hey, so-and-so photographer from this town yes. is Being Australian now here. Can be here a, a positive. Yeah. Like, like, Hey, New York photographer in LA now shooting here, living here, you know, with New York style or vice versa. Yeah, people will the like the is. accent. People will, yeah. people will love the accent. You actually, that's, that's you, your angle. You, you play that accent. You play that you're yeah. from Australia. People will love that shit. So, mm -hmm. um, because it's like, oh, who's this foreign guy who came here and now he's, mm -hmm. people like a little mystery to their photographer, you know, uh, Lindsay's raising her hand. She's got, she wants to bounce off that. Yeah. <laughs> put a video up like right on your homepage of just like who you are and what you're all about. And people will just 
fall in love with you because everyone loves an accent, no matter where it's from. Like, people just think it's exotic. Like, ooh, I have this Australian photographer. Like, they will always define you by (laughs) where you're from if you're not from that area. And you think about brides. Brides want to hire somebody that's different, somebody that's a little unique. And when brides tell tell their friends, like, oh, I hired this guy from Australia. He's awesome. He came here. And, you know, like, it's this this little kind of, like, selling point thing that can make their wedding unique because they have the guy from Australia at their wedding photographing their wedding. Do you, you know what I mean? Like, like it sounds stupid, sure. but it actually no, is not a real thing that, that plays into, um, you know, a bride feeling good about who they hired and, and all that kind of thing. So, and if anyone's ever on the fence, it's just something to differentiate you from the rest of the pack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I charge think, though, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one thing that he's saying is he he's wondering if he should. That'll make you stand out. Yeah. Well, one yeah. thing one thing yeah. he's saying is he in his message here is he's like, well, should I should I go in cheap? You know what I mean to like pick up clients? Um, no. Well, you get other, lost. Yeah. Exact opposite. Maybe. But I see. Going I, a little I, higher than average. I feel like. Absolutely. I feel like going to a new city to like really like get networking going i don't think that it's a terrible idea to underpress yourself just a little bit in order to build up that networking and get that stuff going this is my personal opinion but you but you might want to but then you might be stuck in that that market and then you got to kind of price step up to get to where you want to be so you might just want to yeah. go there right away you i mean it's a valid thing too there, I, there's no right or wrong, wrong answer um mm-hmm. but you know you also got to look at your work and, and compare it to other people's work and and see what is you know that's i think there is a reality to that too you know you should know where you're at and 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 compare your work to other people's work and and you have to feel confident and and where your work is at before you can charge a certain amount i do believe as well so well and he is just starting out so obviously he's not going to just jump right into the like highest end market either because he's the photography's new ish for him anyway well there's there's i mean there's quite a few Weddings on his uh, on his website here. I didn't get I mean, a good he's, Yeah, he's he's got he's got quite a bit of a, of a portfolio. Um, but I mean, what I would do is if I was him, I, I mean, I know I've been against these in in the past. Um, but I mean, in his situation is different. Uh, is try and set up a style shoot so you you shoot at the popular places in that area. Um, so you have something that people can relate to that you've you've actually worked. In that area, uh, people do it all the time. They hop on the on the groups and forums, and they say, "Hey, I'm just moving to Buffalo. Um, does anybody need assistant second shooter? Blah blah blah." And usually, they always get a job. So because people are always looking, so that, that's another thing to do is find a local a local group and jump in those groups before you even move there. Um, let me. I see. think also yep. you should be uh, hanging out with all the other vendors. So you want to find the planners, wedding planners that you want to work with or the people that work at the, um, you know, the venues that you really want to work in and and take those people out for a coffee or, you know, whatever, go to the networking events where they're going to be and show your face. Because if they love you, then they're going to love your work. And I think I don't know about you guys, but we've talked about it many times on the show. We get so much of our work from 
referrals, not from being found on, on a Facebook ad. I mean, that works sometimes, but the majority of it is word of mouth. And so the more people who know you either because you've done a styled shoot with a bunch of these vendors and they're grateful for what you provided them from the shoot or because you took a planner out for coffee or whatever it happens to be, you know, just getting your work out there and getting all of those people to then share your work for you. Like you got to get other people working for you. Mm-hmm. It'll go, it'll go so far. Andy, what was that one photographer who, uh, who we had on the show? He, um, it was the photographer who did the salt, the salt flats. Uh, it was oh, Tony, yeah. Tony was Gambino. The- Yes, uh, he was actually he he was relocating uh, while he was pretty much on the show. Um, he, he, I don't know, he didn't move or whatever. And he said he set up like a Yelp page before he moved. Mm-hmm. He set up like all all his social social media pages like into the new location, so he would have been found for. So if you do that, you could do that on your website, use Google AdWords, all that good stuff. Yeah, look, go so back get a and jump listen on to that episode. Uh, maybe Tim. Yeah. Uh, uh, so the one with Tony Gambino. If you go to the website, uh, WeddingPhotographersUnite.com website, uh, this is for any listeners, uh, any topics that we've talked about in the past, uh, if you go to the little search icon, uh, you type in whatever you want to type in in that search box, um, it'll pull up any of the past episodes where we've talked about those topics if I wasn't lazy and actually wrote it in the show notes. <laughs> um, if I yeah. didn't write it in the show notes and we just talked about it, um, that that's like it doesn't even exist. It's just like it exists in the audio and the memory of people, and maybe in, in my memory and Neil's memory, um, especially on those earlier <laughs> shows where it was just the two of us and anybody that listened then. But other than that, not- you know. But if I wrote it, if I actually wrote the show notes, you just search it and it'll pop right up. <laughs> but if you if you search, so for- people have to no, so people have to search two th- things: Michaela and Dave Harris for the for the IPS, and then uh, and then Gambino for. For the relocation. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, or we could just do the hard work for them and just put in the show notes. Yeah. Well, no, that's the, too the, much hard those work, are right? in the show notes. So, like, if you search for, oh, 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 yeah, okay. oh, yeah. So I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not like writing in like that in the show notes and like linking up to them. Especially the Harrises. We we had them on what two times. Yeah. That's that's too much work. Yeah. 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 I'd have to look up both those numbers. I'd have to search the box myself uh-huh. and then get into WordPress and add that shit. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I do that once when, <laughs> when the podcast comes out, you know? Um, so I, Don't worry, listeners. We care about you. We still care about you. We love you. See, we're still here. We're just lazy sometimes. We're still here recording. Yeah. That's that's better than not being here recording, right? Um, right. So, uh, well, that being said, I'm, all, I'm fresh out of topics on, on today's episode. Do you guys have anything uh, yeah. else? No. That's okay if you don't. We can, we, we can, we can, <laughs> end, we can end early. Short we one, had like some questions on the Facebook. Did we ignore some last episode? No, oh, I think there's bro- new ones. Oh, they're I just the light. I don't know if they're Sorry, Neil. What? I broke I broke another uh B1 Pro Photo, damn it. Oh, yeah. Does, is your insurance going to so, cover that? Well, tell us uh, what happened. Call, yeah, so um it was super windy day, but it was like random wind. Like there were these it was like no wind at all, and then all of a sudden a random wind gust. And um, the the bride had a long veil. She she, she borrowed it from her sister. I photographed the sister's wedding. She really wanted these long shots. So I was like, oh, man, really? Um, and the veil wasn't flying. It was just my wife and I. All the bridesmaids, they went back to the limo, which was like two miles away. Um, so it was, just, it was just us. And 
I need. I really needed that flash to fire, and I was like, Danielle, just toss the veil really quick, and then go back and get the light, and uh, toss the veil, and and the wind took the light and mm. smacked it right on right on the pavement, and oh, it hit hard. It hit so hard that like there were so many people standing around, and they just like everybody gasped. Oh my gosh, pieces everywhere. Mm. So, um, but anyways, um, yeah, I, I pretty much cried. I, I literally did cry when I got back to the car because I, I have two of them and now they're both broken. Um, but anyways, um, on Monday we, we called, we called the insurance agent and we're like, okay, this, this is what happened. This is how much they're worth. We don't know how much is going to be fixed yet. So he was pretty much like, okay, well you guys have a $500 deductible. It's like, oh God, I forgot about that. And then we're like, okay, well if, if we do report this, is it going to hurt us? And he was like, well, it's just like any other insurance. Once you do a claim, you're, everything's going to go up, blah, blah, blah. So what I have to do is send the two lights into Profoto and, and get a quote and see how much it's going to get fixed. If it can't get fixed, then uh, see if, if they are new ones, then, yeah, I'll definitely pay the $500 deductible and, and pay whatever um, our insurance. I mean, our, our insurance goes up every year, uh, even if we don't fall in yeah, anything. Yeah, well, I so, mean, the, the insurance uh, going up part of that, the, the insurance going up part of that, like, just drop them as the, as the agent then find somebody else. You know what I mean? Like yeah. whatever, you know what I mean? Like you, you can get in business insurance somewhere else if they're going to do that, you know? Yeah. So I mean, you're paying, yeah, you're, you're paying your back. deductible or whatever. Like at that point, I screw that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, but Hey, at least, you know what? I, I'm not shooting another wedding for two months. So now it gives me time to, to take care of this. So what did you do that for needs the... to be cleaned and fixed? What did you do for the rest of the wedding if both of your lights were down? Oh, I have four uh, speed lights as backups. Oh, do you usually use the speed lights at the reception anyways, or do you usually use the, the B1s? Uh, I, I, I just use the speed lights on top of my camera. I, I usually do the B1s for the first dance just because of the quality and control of light is absolutely incredible with those things. Um, but after, after the first dances, the pro photos come back down. And But I, I just use my um, uh, my speed lights. But I, I shot at a venue. It's where they – it's like they have like concert lighting. You guys probably know the place. Um the Rapids Theater, yeah. uh, it oh, pretty much has nice. concert lights. And, and um, I just told the lighting guy, just pump up that smoke so I, don't, I really don't need flash. Um, it's because they were pretty much dancing in a cloud. So, cool. <clears throat> yeah. Um, man, was I, I got a new camera bag, too. Yeah, I got a Think Tank camera bag. <laughs> oh, 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 there's another thing that happened a couple I months ago. My, my camera bag, I, I had... Not a think tank. It was one other one, uh, a low pro roller bag. And mid wedding, right before the ceremony started, my zipper broke on the camera bag. I couldn't get into my camera. I had to pry that sucker open. Oh, that's, that's, that's zip something closed. you don't think about, right? It was zip closed. I could not <laughs> get into it. And oh I was God. just I'm, like, just like funny trying thing to is, I have open. A, I have an I have a, for this thing. And chances are you have like a little pocket knife or Leatherman or something in the bag. In the bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I never I have a little pocket. Yep. Huh. Like right before this ceremony of all times. Listen, you know, it was, it, it was, oh, talk about a crazy moment. Think Tank's great. Think Tank's like old Domkey bags. You know, they're just like thin and yeah. durable. And I, I have a few. They are expensive, I didn't care. I'm not going to have that happen again. Listeners, I do need to just a I word love. of note here. 
word of note when you listen to neil's voice during this podcast episode you might oh, yeah. notice that it that it that it's really quick like it's like talking like really really fast like faster than neil would talk almost like this right but Jimmy. the reason that that's happening is because his internet connection is weird and then all the bit the bits start getting crunched and they get crunch 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 <laughs> and it makes him sound faster than he actually is in real life so just so you know neil might be a fa- sound like he's a fast talker today <laughs> um but those are just the internet bits making him fast fast talking <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just it's just the the it's lag time catching up. Okay, how live. about how about this this episode title is Fast Talking Neil. <laughs> Fast Trigger Neil. Fast Trigger Neil. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. All right, I think that's gonna. Well, do all us. in all, yeah. Think think tanks going good, right? I love it. I love it. I uh, I want to be sponsored by them. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Just put that out there in the universe yeah. and hopefully the universe <laughs> is listening. <laughs> think tank, call me. <laughs> my roller bag the um le- while leaving my very last wedding of the year, my handle just like snapped in half. Completely broken, can't put it back together at all. So I'm also in the market for a new bag, so Uh those are expensive though. I don't know if I want to pull the trigger. Think tank? No, yeah. not that bad. Any bag, really? I don't know. I, I don't remember, but I have one. I you know, it's, for... it's not. It's it's not. It's nothing fun, like a lens or or a light or anything. You know, it's a, it's a bag. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> we're not ending on a woohoo, but hey, hey, woo-hoo. hey, did you get? You you guys are all canon. Uh, I didn't even list the last p- couple episodes. Do you guys talk about canon? No, new we don't. Stuff? We don't like canon. No, we don't talk about canon on this oh, podcast. Okay. No, you're not allowed to mention that again. on here. Only no, someone, even though probably ever, like ever, ever, ever since January, of our listeners are ever canon. since the second week of January, we've only talked Sony on this podcast. No more canon. <laughs> Come on, really? <laughs> yep, yep. Ever since ever since you stopped being on the show, second week of January, we're like, all right, party on. Just just Sony talk. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And we <laughs> oh, just, Lindsay, Lindsay a, shoots canon. Lindsay, you're still a canon shooter, right? Yeah, I am. Yeah, that was like the main topic of the last show. show? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well, all you had, that's all you had to say. <laughs> we're just messing with you. <laughs> you know, I am Polish, so I believe like everything you guys say. <laughs> uh, so watch. <laughs> all right, that really is going to wrap it up. That's, right. uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode number one hundred and twenty-seven of Wedding Photographers Unite. Thanks for joining in, everybody. Uh, Lindsay Dadaria, where can people find you? Ah, uh, people can find me at my website www.dadario.com and I'm also on the Instagrams. Uh, Lindsay at work is my page. And she is Dadario. Uh, Lindsay, actually, <laughs> I just want to put that in there because if you don't say it, I'm going to. Uh, Jimmy, okay. uh, where can people yes. find you? Website, jamesferrara.com at jferrarafoto for all the socials. Bam. Boom. Uh, Mr. Neil Urban, where can people find you? Uh, follow me on Facebook and Instagram. And Neil, you, you posted on Instagram. One top- you posted on Instagram. I saw it. I commented on it. I, I, I liked did. it. I, I did. Yep. I'm, 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 I'm going to start posting more, but, um, but you know what? There's this one topic where we have to discuss in another episode. Um, <laughs> but I want you guys to think about this. Yeah. A photographer <laughs> said, 
he, the doctor he's, says he's doing this. That. He's doing this because because he's like and this. You just like spit out your voice. It was great. Well, it's great. Yeah, it's been well. It's been a while since I've been on, so I have a lot to say. That's okay. But, uh, but no, um, a photographer had said, "Don't be friends online with other photographers. Defriend them all." So think about that for the next episode, and we'll talk about more about that in the next episode. Okay. But yeah, you guys can follow me on Instagram and, and Facebook and all that stuff. Alrighty, alrighty. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next time. All right, guys. Good seeing you all. See ya. We'll see you next Bye. time. Don't be first.